0: You're listening to Focus on the Bible. I have a friend who went to a Catholic university as a student, and he told me one day that one of his favorite professors was actually a Catholic priest who explained to the class that anything that faith could be based in pretty much had been destroyed that any faith was worthless because there was nothing really left, because nothing was real that faith could be based in. But the professor said that if you do have faith, if you're one of those people who actually believes in things, then you should keep it, because having faith is beneficial to people. Well, I have a question. If faith is based in nothing... Is that really faith? There seems to be a lot of confusion about this, so let's talk about it. Often people think of faith as a comfort to them. Faith is something that gives them a way to look at life's events and to sort out things that maybe they don't understand. There might be some psychological benefit to that kind of generic understanding of faith. That basically faith is anything that I don't really understand. But this is not the faith that God speaks about in the Bible. There's a lot of confusion about this matter and we need to focus on what the Bible says if we understand faith. Because faith is one of God's words. Let's point out a few things that we glean from the Bible. First of all, faith is not superstition or religion. Superstition means a belief in something that's based in ignorance. Superstition is something that is a belief in something that really I don't understand. It's maybe something that's unknown or something that's not of God. Religion is a very interesting thing that a lot of people believe in. Religion comes from a Latin word, religere, religere. The word ligere means to bind, to bind. The word re, of course, in Latin means back. So the word religion comes from two root words that mean to bind back, and it has become a system of religious deeds or beliefs that causes someone to bind themselves back to God. I don't like religion. In fact, I'm out on a mission to try to destroy religion because it's a lie. We who are sinners can never bind ourselves back to a God who's holy. We're not holy, and we're not like God. We're not good enough for God. Religion whispers into our ear that maybe one day we can belong to God. We can be as good as God if we just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and do religious things but that's not pleasing to God religion is broken it's busted what is faith then faith is believing God's promises that are revealed in his word the bible let me repeat that definition because everything hinges on this true definition of what faith really is Faith is believing God's promises that are revealed in the pages of the Bible. What then is saving faith? Saving faith is believing those promises of God that are revealed in the Bible, specifically about being saved into eternal life. Let's talk about this just for a moment. What are the promises that God has given to us? that relate to how we can have eternal life if it's really true what I said a moment ago that we're not like God we're not good enough for God and religion cannot tie us back to God then what has God actually said in the Bible that will give us hope that we can reach God well the most famous verse in the Bible is John three sixteen, and we need go no farther or no deeper in the Bible To understand this is one of those specific promises of God that he revealed in his word about how a person who's a sinner who's not good enough for God could never reach God through religious deeds can nonetheless be in heaven forever by faith. Here's what Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3.16. See if this measures up to our definition of what real faith is. He says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So the only thing according to this promise of God about being saved that a person can do to have eternal life is to believe in Jesus Christ. That means that a person understands that Jesus was on a mission to accomplish salvation for us. And Jesus, during that mission, had to take on our sin problem. Because all of us owed a death penalty to God because of the wages of our own sin, Jesus took that sin on himself. The Bible says that he who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And so how would a person have eternal life? Well, it's by believing in Jesus, the one who accomplished that mission to pay a death penalty in our place. You see, friend, three days after Jesus died, he rose again from the grave. Why is that important? Because our faith needs to be based in something. And that something is the Word of God. When God gave us the promise that he would send a Savior... Jesus Christ was that Savior, and the way that we know He was is because He revealed what the Bible had already said about Him, that He would pay for our sin and that He would rise from the dead. And three days after dying for our sin, Jesus rose from the dead. You see, this was God's powerful, positive proof That the payment Jesus made for our sin was accepted in heaven. It was a perfect payment. It would never be repeated, it could never be added unto. And our religious deeds can do nothing to help that payment that Jesus paid on the cross. You remember when he died that he said, It is finished. And so the barrier was knocked down, the gate was swung wide open into heaven for anyone who would believe in that Savior sent by god here's another one of those very specific promises that god has given us into the bible remember that faith means believing god's promises revealed in his word the bible so here's an example of a promise revealed by god in the bible about saving faith ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8 and 9 The Bible says for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast. You see in these two verses we have revealed everything that we've said already today about faith and how to have eternal life. It is not by works that would be to try and achieve heaven by religious deeds. But remember, religion is broken. It could never get us to God. It takes a death penalty by a perfect Savior to clear the way of our sin. And then a person needs to believe in that specific promise of God that he would give eternal life to the person who believes in Jesus for it. That's good news. If you've ever gone the religious route, if you've ever played the religious games that people play, to try and justify themselves before a holy God, the gospel message is great news for you. Religion is just not the way to go. It's a road too hard. It's a road impossible. But Jesus Christ has accomplished the impossible on our behalf when he died to get rid of that sin, and he rose from the dead to prove it. Furthermore, the Bible says that unless we have faith It is not even possible that we could ever please God. He says that in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 6. The Bible says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so unless a person has believed in Jesus Christ, then it's completely impossible to please God. There is no way of salvation apart from faith in Jesus alone. And there's no way even in the Christian life that a believer in Jesus could be pleasing to God without faith. Here's what I mean. Remember, remember faith means believing God's promises that are revealed in His Word. So any obedience to the Lord as a child of God should be based on what the Bible says about our behavior. The Bible has a lot of do's and the Bible has a lot of don'ts. And whatever we do or whatever we don't do should be based in our faith. That is, it should be based in our belief about what we should do or not do that God revealed in His Word. But without faith in the Word... It's impossible to please God whether we mean in the manner of salvation or in the manner of the Christian life. The word faith and the word believe mean the same thing. Those two English words in the Greek that the writers of the New Testament used almost look identical. The word faith is a Greek word pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, and the word believe is another Greek word, pisteuo, p-i-s-t-e-u-o. Only the little suffix ending is changed between those two words. One of them is a noun, and one is a verb. It's unfortunate that they look so different in the English, but the word believe and the word faith in the Bible are practically the very same concept. To believe in Christ means to trust Him or rely on Him. To have faith in Christ means to trust Him or rely on Him. And there is no way to have salvation apart from that faith. And there's no way to please God apart from faith. The condemnation that will be given to people in the end of it all will be caused by one thing, friend. You see, there are all kinds of people who've done all kinds of things that are wrong. There are all kinds of evil in the world, and in the end of it all, we must own it as our own. But the thing that separates people is not how bad their sin was or how well they performed. No, the thing that separates people in eternity will be who had faith in Jesus and who did not. John chapter 3 again shows us that the condemnation in the end of it all will be based on the fact that someone did not have faith in Christ. John 3.18 says this, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Listen carefully, friend, to verse number 19. This tells us clearly, from the Word of God, the Bible... Why some people will be condemned by God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And so God has shined a light into our world. To a world full of sinners who deserve to be condemned by God, God shined a light. It's the revelation of the good news, the gospel of the love and grace of God. That Jesus Christ came to seek and save that which was lost. That Jesus Christ came to be the captain of our salvation. That he won a war on our behalf. That he defeated our sin. That he paid our price. And the good news is that anybody, regardless of their sin, regardless of their past their historical deeds that Jesus Christ would declare them righteous if they would believe in him and friend Jesus proved his worthiness of our faith he proved how trustworthy he is when he rose from the dead 2,000 years ago friend the way of heaven is paved for you it's by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone Won't you trust Him right now, if never before? And if you have already, why don't you thank God for the gift of eternal life? This episode is a production of Focus Evangelistic Ministries, Incorporated. You can write to us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. We'll see you again for next week's episode of Focus on the Bible.